This episode of the Boz and Bovril podcast was originally broadcast on the Celtic Rumours TV YouTube channel. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to episode 70 of Celtic Lumens TV, the Balls and Bother podcast with your host Mark and myself, Paul. Join us tonight. We have Terence Tear One Six One from our four page the podcast CelticRumors.co.uk. You could also check out all our links to the podcast in our description below. On today's show, we would look at yesterday's one 0 victory over Dundee United with match reaction and analysis. Looking back on the month of January for Celtic, also should Celtic distance themselves from alcohol and gambling advertising. And we look ahead to the big Glasgow Derby on Wednesday night. Firstly, though, I'll hand off to Mark and do a few shout-outs, and then he'll be Terrence Sanford Shaw. Thanks very much, Paul. A uh, few quick shout-outs to Tim Alloy, uh, Richie and his family, uh, Campsy boy, Mikey. Mikey's still struggling as well. The uh, lads on the live chat there, see Bobby Sutherland in. Me and Bobby said some laugh on YouTube this week, Paul. See all the daft podcasts and that we watch. Mm-hmm. I've been setting up this bare knuckle boxing competition and it's just turned into one absolute complete farce so it has I know you don't follow this but oh, it's some some of them made a pure idiot of themselves at a press conference they set up so over a wee chat with Bobby and that in the chat where well, the night's going on. Uh, <coughs> Jabber a job he's is in there again. I seen the team come on our live chat yesterday, Paul. He did indeed, yeah. Did I, indeed, I, I was at I, I was at Chapel, I was only saw the first half hour again plus like the highlights on sports scene kinda of thing. But good to see there's people coming across for the here onto that kind of thing that they're doing mm-hmm. onto the forum and that. Yeah, we're up at five hundred and twenty five subs, so that's the highest we've been at. Uh, that's that's for getting up, Paul. That's the main thing. Do you know what I mean? So thanks everybody that subscribed. And if you haven't, please subscribe, share it, hit the like button, and if you know how, please leave a comment in the description box below. Do you want to bring on Terence so Mark and I walk away? Go and get him. After Rangers dropping points to Ross County in the Dingerwell with their result finishing 3-3, it was crucial that Celtic get a win against Dundee United Celtic Park. A very slow start to the game from Celtic, and again Celtic missing their chances on goal and some fine saves by Dundee United keeper Ben Segris. And ran the changes in the second half, bringing on Yasa, 16-year-old Doak, bringing on McCarthy, taking off Forrest, Giamarcus, and the injured, uh, sorry, the red-carded Neon Bishop, James McCarthy. Yeah, sorry. Yasser putting in the grey pass on the 90th minute into a Nevada who's now settled in the, the, the middle of the, the forward line. Grey control slotting the ball up past Benjamin Seagrass and closing the gap to Rangers two points ahead of Wednesday's derby. Uh, the stats 
for the game was as follows. Shots, 21 to Dundee United. 7. Celtic had 8 shots in target. Dundee United had 0. 76% possession to 24% to Dundee United. Passes, 717 to Celtic to 239. Pass accuracy, 85% to 53%. Bows, 10 to their 7. Yellow cards, 1 to Celtic, 2 to Dundee United. And of course, the red card to me, he's on. Terence, I start with yourself first. You don't know, I can see. Uh, it, it wasn't the best to start again by Celtic. We seemed to be very slow, tempered in the first half, and we never kind of got any kind of rhythm going in the game yesterday, did we, Terence? No, no. Uh, evening, lads. Um, evening, Terence. No, I, I, I agree with you, Paul. I, I wrote it down myself today. I, I, I thought, considering the results that had occurred that morning, the other game, mm-hmm. That we were we were very very flat footed. We were very very slow. It was it was no it was it wasn't a patch on the the way they had played against against Hearts during the week with the pace. And the first half, as I said to me, it was just it. You were kind of going, come on lads, come on. You need to kind of pick up the pace here because United were they look a well organised side, you know. And we we've said this more than once in the podcast to get through these sides. We need to move the ball with with pace and accuracy, and we were we, we just seemed very very laboured. I I don't know why, but certainly the first half it was very very slow. And it it you know okay we had we should have been one nil up going in all right O'Reilly missed the missed the You can even see that you know he knew that himself going in at half time. But but other than that we we didn't really put them under a, a huge amount of pressure. The keeper made a, gr- a great save from a bad as well, but. It wasn't. It wasn't the. It wasn't the pace I thought we were going to play it in the first half. Anyway, definitely. Mm-hmm. Mark, it's like kind of in, in, in some games, like um, it's, it's happened too frequently. You know, with with Ange and, and Celtic, uh, like there was no threat from Dundee United. Yes, you could see that by their shots and target. There was there was no shots and target. They were they were happy to see out the even when we went down to ten men. They didn't seem to attack Celtic. You know what I mean? They wanted to hold on for the draw, like but. Celtic, are, it seems to be an ongoing problem after we can't break down defences, isn't it? Well, it seems to be. We've struggled. We've spoke about it before, Paul. I mean, the days we've struggled against teams that play like that. But, I, I mean, Seagus did. He made some, some good saves again. And I said on the forum, we always, see, we all, we always talk about it. Celtic came up against it. Aye, but Seagrass, we we, I mean, we know for Jonas and Mike, and he has a good keeper. So he's doing that week in and week out. It's a fair, but I mean, again, many, I mean, I only saw the highlights, Paul, so I don't know how many actual good saves he made. I think I saw at least, oh, two, at least two or yeah. three anyway. Yeah. So it is, again, a wee bit more clinical in front of goal. Maybe, maybe it's just a wee bit more luck even in front of goal. But it's that, that was a massive three points. It really, really was yesterday. Going well, back to, um, I think um, when Ange made the uh, the change, uh, change of Terence, that's what changed the game. Uh, unfortunately, I don't like saying it. Like, but I think I, again, James Forrest was was out of the game for me. And when he brought on the changes, like Ivanovic, Yasa, even young Ben Doke, the, the the game changed. We started getting more balls into things. And we looked better when Abida was through the middle rather than Jay Marcus. Yeah, I, and I and I think I, I saw, certainly, um, I, I don't have Twitter or any of these, but you'd see things when you're looking through the Celtic news. Scales got a, 
got a fair hammer off people yesterday as well. And I don't think, to be honest, he necessarily deserved it. I didn't don't think he had the best game by any stretch, but I don't think he had the worst game. But I don't think he's helped with James Forrest, who is no, having, I was, I, having, I, I, having, I would have been He's having mm-hmm. a nightmare because I when 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 Scales has played and Forrest hasn't been there, if it's been Jota or someone else like that, like he's he will continuously try to make the overlap. Uh, James Forrest, apart from the ball that he put in for O'Reilly, had had a very very poor game again yesterday. And I don't like saying it because obviously he's a he's a he's a Celtic man through and through. He's there for such a long long time, but. It wasn't as you said, Paul Delange made the changes that the, the the pace picked up, and even like even yesterday, and I don't like I don't think Ralston had a very good game, but yesterday, no, no. yesterday I thought his some of his touches were terrible, and maybe that's a case of he's been out of the team for a little bit, but he certainly he certainly didn't have a good game by the way he has been playing all along, and as I said, I I watch I noticed a lot of people had certainly targeted scales. And I agree and, with and you, it, Terence, what you're saying there, that, like, because I, I, I saw it as well, and I found it very unjustified, like, that they, they were kind of naming scales, but, like, any time scales trying to make a run, I, I noticed that Forrest was trying to cut him in, or Forrest was kind of putting the ball to the side, uh, in, into the between. Like, he never kind of gave the ball to the scales when scales were trying to overlap him, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm, I get, I'm getting really concerned with, with, with James Forrest in the team. You know? And I know, I know, scales gave one or two loose passes, but listen, a lot of a lot of players did in the first half. As I said, I didn't think Anthony Ralston had a very good game, uh, but I like like that Paul. I thought scales was overlapping, and I think what highlighted it for me was when scales was overlapping. Forrest was cutting in. He was mm-hmm. generally, he was generally losing the ball, and scales was ahead of the ball. So mm-hmm. all of a sudden there was space behind him, you know. And Dundee were in, were in, and they were they were like they made a lot of attacks. In the, in the right coming down the right wing in the first half, which was obviously the scales aside, so it, it makes him it makes him look bad, you know. But look, and saw that maybe he just he just thought it was the right thing to do. I mean, he actually wanted to change the whole left hand side. It wasn't working, yeah. So he changed. I, yeah. First. I think so too. Um, Mark, just going back to what what Terence is saying there, and like I, I, we spoke numerous of times on on the podcast about James Frost, but. Uh, it, it, Hates me for for saying it like, but we 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 gave Taylor stick mark about his lack of speed kind of fitting into Angie's system and, and stuff like that. But I honestly think James Forrest has lost that bit of extra speed now that, that he actually doesn't fit into Angie's plans. And that he's struggling for the pace, of the the tempo. One percent, Paul. I I've said it to you before. We've spoken about it on here. I, I don't see Forrest being. I don't even really see him being like our main backup winger or nothing, Paul. I think he's the way he's playing. He's he's playing his way down the pecking order and steady up it basically. Mm-hmm. I think he'd struggle for the benchmark at this stage. If if you were full squad there, he wouldn't make the bench. Uh, like, probably, I would, I, I'd, I'd say that as well. It's a big question mark for Ange, right? When Celtic needed a goal, and he's taken off Forrest, and he's bringing on young sixteen-year-old Ben Doak. Instead of James Forrest to get that energy that we needed in the attack, it just sums up the, the, for, the level of Forrest's performance, Paul. Mm-hmm. You know, I, mean, I, I mean, when when was the last? Uh, obviously, Buzz is your man for this. I don't know if he told me, but when was the last time you, you can remember Forrest scoring a goal? I can't because I'm actually finding him now. 
kind of more selfish than... Became the James Forrest that I used to give pelters to on the forum in that, Paul. Mm-hmm. Do you see, just he did score, score the semi-final to be third in the League Cup when he came on, but I know what you're saying there. Ah, right, fair do's, aye, but... I mean, James Forrest should be... He should be... Match... No, match... He should be there are there are boots with the same kind of figures as a badder. Oh, really, exactly I mean, he really should yeah. be... All our wing, should, wingers should be chipping in with mere goals. Mm-hmm. Uh, young... Dog, like, uh... Terence, uh, when he came on, like he wasn't afraid to attack players, and it it, it was a big call by Ange and a, a brave call to bring on a sixteen year old into a game when we needed to score. Oh, you listen, without a doubt, but but my God, was he impressive? <laughs> I mean, I mean, he he literally like I mean, as we've spoken about this, Ange Ange's man management is unbelievable, and he's obviously went to that young man and said. Listen, I believe in you. I have faith in you. I know you're good enough. Show everyone here how good you actually are. Like he's 16 years old in two months or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think working was in November. They said. I mean, and every opportunity he hold, gave. Hold on, sorry, but in your terms, Paul, yeah. here's a favour. Hang up, bud, and I'll join you back in. There's a buzzing coming through your connection. My connection. Aye, sure it's yours. Yeah, it's definitely not. Two seconds, then I just changed the. How's that? I thought, just talk again, Paul, about. How's that one? Aye, that's yeah. a lot better, isn't it? Aye, yeah. that's a lot better. Like, just speaking of, of Ben Dog, like, uh, still not signed his uh, first professional contract at Marquis. With Celtic, he's still. And there's a bit of interest in him as well, isn't there? Both Manchester City clubs are interested. Liverpool have expressed interest in in numerous clubs down England. But we spoke of the importance of Celtic to show these young players they have a pathway into the into the first team. And I think a brave call by Ange, but I think an important call by Ange Mack to bring on this youngster and show him that he's able to get onto the first team at 16 years of age. We're giving him that pathway and, and hopefully that like, he can see that he will have a future at Celtic, Mark, that he can break into the first team and, and we're giving him that leadership now, Mark, that he needs to progress his career in this. I Paul, well, that's what should be happening. Hopefully, I mean, uh, let's face it, if he gets, even if he'll get down to England, right, he'll make a lot of money, Paul, but he's not going to get into him the Man City or Liverpool no. first team for no. I've, I've, well, let's face it I've really 24 like, Mark really like 21 20 maybe 20 I mean I'm, I'm, I'm be honest but I've never heard of this young lad till the other day mm-hmm. I've always, I mean we've, we've been we've talked about like young players coming up through the ranks and that I mean it was just it was just another it was just another name that you kind of saw when you were reading up on Celtic I didn't know that he was as highly rated in that as he was to be honest mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. hopefully this is a sign of the way Angie's going to like help help these young players and show them that she says that they've got a future at Celtic. They don't need to leave. They'll get chances in the first team here, which there's a chance they'll no get unless they take a step down. I mean, if they take a step up and what we're talking about going down to England or that with one of these big super teams or that, he's not going to get near their first team. And it'll be mm-hmm. what, a couple of years in the wilderness with them and their youth team. Then he'll look good and loan. Look at I mean, look at Paddy Roberts. 
Yeah. I mean, he was one of the hottest prospects in England, and it's just, I mean, fair play to him. He's at Sunderland now, but he, Paddy Roberts should, have, should be playing at a, a lot higher level than Sunderland, to be honest. But mm-hmm. well, well, given him, Terence, I think one thing that we're, we've seen on the engine, and we spoke at noon at these times, and He's not afraid to use the use. I know some matches we had used because of injuries, but he, he's always having two two players under the age of 18, 18. They're always on the bench. They're always in along the first team. He's bringing them into the first team squad. He's let them train with the first team squad. Like so, like we were saying, there's no pathway, but Ange is changing that culture that's at the club now, isn't he? Oh, he is. He is definitely Paul, and it's like what Mark is saying. They're like, I mean. That young lad yesterday for the however minutes he was on, he was very, very impressive. Mm-hmm. But it's a simple conversation you'd have with him. Do you think you would get a game in the top? You could nearly say in any team in the Premier League. The likelihood is the answer is no. With the greatest respect meant to the young lad, he's 16. But he's going to get chances in he's going to get chances in Celtic. I mean if 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 it's a case that it was if it's Liverpool or Man City or Man United or any of these teams looking at him. There's, there's absolutely like it's like Mark said he'll he'll play in their their reserve t- teams or their underage teams or cold teams or whatever, and you'll he'll nearly be he'll nearly be forgotten about he'll, he'll yeah. nearly be forgotten about whereas he'll get he'll get a chance to develop in Celtic and he'll get a chance to get games like, mm-hmm. if he, especially if he performs like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, just going there to the, the live chat there, Bobby Saunders says, look at Fuchs, uh, he has stopped playing altogether. I, I said I think he did, but. He popped up in Twitter today and um, he spoke about the dog, Ben Dog, and, and he said, uh, if I could give any advice to the young lads, he said, uh, the grass isn't always greener when you're a young lad leaving Celtic. He said, if I had a chance now, I wouldn't have left Celtic at a young age. I would have stayed there and learned my trade and I, I would probably be on a bigger team where I am now, Mark. He said that. You know, so like, well, fair, 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 like, fair play yeah. to him coming out and admitting that yeah. you made a mistake, do you know what I mean? Like you'd be mad, no, Mac. Any young lad to go down to the English Premier League, like, you're not going to get into squad, like, you know. You're improving your bank balance with a hell of a lot of money, Paul. Mm-hmm. Um, but you could still, you could still, you could still do that, Mark. In another, like, if he's 16 and he's played with Celtic and he stayed and he got re- not regular enough games with Celtic or he kept kept him involved in the first team squad, and he moves when he's 20, it's only four years down the line. You could all of a sudden get a hell of a lot more money, because if he if he comes on and he can impress, and as we say, there James Forrest seems to be going further and further away. If this guy steps up and steps up, because in twelve months time, you twelve months time, eighteen months time, you could have the likes of Jota gone as well. You know, if he if he keeps performing the way he's performing, and all of a sudden, if this lad is has built up matches and built up time, and all of a sudden you see this guy, he's he's actually played he said thirty games or twenty five games. Okay, yeah, he he's not as inexperienced as a young player. You're just thrown in all of a sudden. He's even if it's twenty minutes here, fifteen minutes there, coming on in a cup game or something like that, and all of a sudden you 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 might have a ready a ready made replacement for one of these guys that leaves. You know what I mean? And that's that's a huge thing. And if he does that in the twenty, he's a regular first team or Celtic, and he's performing good. You could easy he can easily get this. He can easily get the call down to down to England, mm-hmm. and he'd be on a hell of a lot more money, and he'd have a hell of a lot more experience behind him then. If he goes now, yes, he'll have a bank balance. But if you look, if you look at, if you look at, if you look at the way O'Reilly done it, he refused the contract at Fulham. He took a, he paid, he had no club for six months, 
he went to MK Dons because he said he wanted to be first team. He wanted to play regular football. He didn't just want to sign a contract. And he's gone from there now and he's gone to Celtic. So, you know, there's there's ways and paths that you can take. So you just have to decide which one's best. I you. think a lot of, I mean, <coughs> I think a lot of got, depends as well on the advice you're getting, Terence. No, I mean, I mean, I think for Uzi's family, they that put, I think they put a lot of, I mean, we know his background and stuff like that, I'm not getting it, but I think his family put a lot of pressure on him because he, I think he was like the main breadwinner out for a, for the King died here, do you know what I mean? His, the money he would be earning out of football, it was like keeping his, probably his extended family, do you know what I mean? So I think that plays a, a big part in that, and if your agent's, See, I mean, I'd like to think that it's 16 years old. I'd have listened to, like, my dad. Do you know what I mean? Rather than an agent or that. Because mm-hmm. all an agent's there is to, aye, they'll make you money, but they're also making yourself money. Everything you make, they get a percentage of it. So agents are always looking for a bigger payday kind of thing. At 16 year old, I do think it's like your, your parents and people that you should really listen to rather than, like, guys that, you, <coughs> that are, they're trying to make, they're just make, trying to make money out of you, whereas even Celtic, they're looking to make money out of you in a transfer fee in time to come or whatever, but they've still got their, their welfare at heart. An agent, an agent's probably happy enough for a player to get down and sit in Man City's youth team for two years when they're 16-year-old and things like that, because they'll be making a wee bit of a wedge out of that. So I think a lot of it does come down to where the, like, who the player will like, pay heed to, pay attention to. And it's Paul, I think it was Paul said that maybe it was you, tell us, like to think that Angie's having words with him as well and telling him the kind of plans that he's got for him and things like that. And Steve McManus is actually being credited uh, for helping him with with this uh, development mark to the, the Celtic first team that he was the one who kind of brought, brought him to the attention of Ange in the youth system and he's helped him along the way gradually up to the first team, Steve McManus. Like, like I'm hearing a lot of uh, great things actually about about uh, Steve McManus lately with the youngsters, Mark, and and with their their development into the first because he did it himself. Like, well, that's how Paul. Who else is better to actually tell yeah. to, to tell them and explain to them what to, to, what it takes yeah. to end up to get to the first team of Celtic? Hmm. Um. I just want to talk about the the sending off. Um. For me, like it, it was a second yellow and and, and beach and I had to go, but. Uh, who do we blame here? Like you know what I mean? Was there a foul? You could say there was a foul, but like I'm looking at a terms like and I'm, I'm looking at Taylor, and Taylor shouldn't have turned with the ball the way he should have, right into the Dundee United players and caused us that trouble, you know? Yeah. Well, and and then leaving Beeson, then like the, Beeson had no choice to take him down. That, that that's my opinion. Beeson, I think, used his experience there to take him down. Oh yeah. Well, like I mean, I I agree with you. I mean, Beeson's first. Yellow card was was a was a professional yellow card and right he mm-hmm. had to take him and I would think it was Tony Watt at the time when they're on the break. But the second one there's a foul on Taylor, but mm-hmm. Taylor had lost Taylor had lost the ball something similar five minutes before that in a similar kind of situation. Mm-hmm. Now there it was a foul, but at the same time I I agree with you. I don't know where Taylor was turning to when he turned into the three the three the Dundee United guys and he didn't he didn't leave beat on with any any option because the guy was even though Starfield was coming across, the natural instinct was Beatham was always going to make a collision with your man. Mm-hmm. And as soon as he did, he gave the referee no option. It, it, yes, it was a foul on Taylor. The referee missed that. I, I don't know how he did miss it. But the, the foul that Beatham gave, he was always going to give him the yellow. So he, he's unfortunate, but I wouldn't I, I wouldn't blame him for neither of the two yellow cards. 
Because mm-hmm. the first time United run the break, and you'd see that in every game of football when the opposition are, are breaking, uh, you, you you see the fella give give basically taking it taking one for the team. That's exactly what I was going to say. I was mm-hmm. taking one for the team, isn't it? Yeah, you know, you're taking one for the team. You're you're stopping play straight away. You, you're going look. I'll take the yellow card. So be it. I do think the second one it was a yellow because of the situation, but he's very very unfortunate. It's 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 poor refereeing from the rest not to see it, but it's poor play from Taylor as well to bring. To, to allow himself to get into that situation. Does the Irish lads bring a bit of Roy Keane into the situation, Marker? Huh? Oh. <laughs> not, not bringing Taylor. Taylor shouldn't have run into that trouble anyway in the first place. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, Mark, it's, it, it's another player missing uh, Wednesday night now, isn't it? Like, it's another player missing, like, for, but as you said, they're like, Beaton took that for the team. Like I think it was it, it was very important that we didn't lose this game uh, yesterday, uh, and I think Beaton knew that, Mark. You know what I mean? Oh, it was it was crucial that we didn't lose it, Paul, especially with him dropping points earlier on in the day. And I mean, we left it late, but even a draw would have been like a poor result for us yesterday. <laughs> I think that puts I think that puts more pressure on Mark and Rangers that we scored so late. You know. It puts like like this attitude that Adam Chas Mark, like you you could see us so many times this season, like like we don't stop, we never stop. Like you can see that without the team, like they, they keep going to get that goal to the end, like you know what I mean? You know, Celtic have done that for years, but Paul as well. Mm-hmm. We've seen their centenary year, the amount of late winners and that we scored in the centenary year and that came back to times like that. Mm-hmm. And it's, it has always been like a Celtic kind of thing. You just we'll try for the full ninety minutes, and we'll, we'll back your old grin again. We weren't even trying for the for the, the first eighty nine minutes under Neil Lennon. Do you know what I mean? But I it's just Angie's installing and in, installing into the team. As long as we're playing, we can always always try and score a goal. I was listening to um, is it the Clyde Clyde Radio Mark? Is this? With the uh, fellow, the fellow, the fellow Hugh Greaves or something, is it? Hugh, Hugh Keevans. Yeah. yeah. I was listening to him when he was like, uh, this Celtic team are showing that they, they can't hack the pressure. Rangers dropping points. Uh, we're in the 89th minute and it looks like Celtic are dropping key key points here going into the derby on Wednesday. Next it comes up, goal flash, Celtic Park, Abada. And uh, the father talked long to what you've said to that, and he just said uh, no comment. You know what I mean? So he knew bloody well the importance of this goal mark. You know what I mean? To to Celtic, like, and for me, it puts the pressure on Rangers for Wednesday, Mark, because it's going to be a full Celtic park. You know what I mean? They're they they're the ones who drop points. Oh, I've, I've points seen, the pressures on them. Everything's looking good for us, getting into it, Paul. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? We're playing well, right? We're, did, I mean, even Anne said yesterday, said, did they think we played particularly well yesterday in the first half especially? But we still came away with three points. And at the end of the day, that really, that's all that kind of matters. And when you, You're winning, Mark. Aye, in these crunch way. games, we're playing well. We're still winning. We've got players out injured. We've got players away with international duty and things like that. They're, they're struggling. Uh, their fans, their fans are pa- they're in panic mode. They're in full-on panic mode. And as you say, Paul, we're at home. It's a full crowd, a full packed out Celtic Park under the, under the disco lights. Pressure, mm-hmm. the, the pressure. This is real. This is them under real pressure again. 
and we know, apart from last year, which I put, I put it down to Celtic fold and raise it, but we know that they, they crumble when the pressure's on them. I mean, mm-hmm. that's what I think, Mark, you know, because... Taverne itself says we just, don't like it when just, it's in our face. Yeah, just, just going to what you're saying there, like, we've seen it over the years, they crumble when they're under pressure. And I think this is the first time in about a, a year that they haven't been under pressure, do you know what I mean? I know that Celtic, like, Rangers fans, like, I remember when they were saying, when Andrews coming in, oh, he'd be sacked by Christmas. We're two points behind them going into the derby, uh, the momentum's with Celtic. Like we're going to see the the truth of, of Rangers. Now, like these are the same players, Mark, that bottled it so many years, and we're going to see if they can handle the pressure. Uh, you know? I mean, it's still getting but there's a lot of pressure on the Rangers players as oh, well. Yeah, exactly, you know what yeah. I mean? But I think I'm just the type of man. I, I don't think I see like I don't think I think Angel will just treat this like any other game, Paul. Mm-hmm. It'll mm-hmm. be like a, a kind of he's in he's in kind of methodical approach to it. I don't think it'll be a kind of tub thumping Neil Lennon rousing kind of do you get what I mean? Expect just looking for a bit like a fire in the belly just to carry them through the game. And you'll be looking at this we go out there and we outplay them just like we do with every other team and we'll win this. But tell us we were on the live chat yesterday and you could sense the nervousness that we could see the points uh, drifting away. I beat them. But when the goal went in, like everyone knew the importance of that goal, you know what I mean, and it was just relief to get that goal. Terms well, it was it was unbelievable. Like I like I I won't even deny it. Like I was there watch, on like oh yeah, it. we, we all watched. I, yeah. I I genuinely I genuinely on the live chat I says I says they're bottlers. Mm-hmm. I, I genuinely said I put bottlers up like an infernal Pedro gave me pelters afterwards and what you saw and I said look you're dead right. But I, I could see, I could not see the goal coming, and I just thought to myself, Jesus. It looked like one of those days, Terence, didn't it? With Seagulls making all these saves and stuff like that, and everything like I know, but, decisions but going away. And... But what I thought, what I thought, Paul was a little bit back to the the Livingston game, mm-hmm. where if Celtic had won, they'd have gone top of the table, and they didn't win. And then I thought, and this is a chance that Rangers are drawn, so if Celtic win, they're going to get in with two points of Rangers. And I'm thinking. This is another chance, and I was saying, Jesus, don't tell me we're not going to take this. I couldn't believe it, like. And then when the goal went in, my 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 dad was here, and he's he's not any into any football, and he goes, hey, "You watching? Who are you watching? You watching them again?" Yeah. And sure, the goal went in, and I was lapping around the place. But he was like, "Jesus, are you watching me? Tell him, cop on to himself." <laughs> but but like, it's just yeah, I I genuinely couldn't see it, but it 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 cha- it changes the whole momentum of of, of Wednesday. Like, you felt like a drop points. Rangers would have been back more confident. Whereas mm-hmm. the Celtic with that late goal, all of us like it's amazing. Like two late goals, one either one for either side, and it completely transforms the the whole the whole match for for Wednesday. Now Ange did say, in fairness to him, he said regardless of the result, he said if Celtic, he said if Celtic do win, he says we're a point ahead. He says they don't give out trophies in February. Mm-hmm. That's what he said. That, that's He's keeping it level headed, like in fairness to him, like you mean. Yeah. And yeah, doesn't kind of put he, that pressure on his team either terms, does he? You know, no, but he's ba- he's basically saying if we if we win and if we win on Wednesday we go a point ahead. There's no trophies given out. There's right. plenty games to go. He's kind of playing it down as well. Yeah, but it's, it's just oh, yeah. the kind of oh, it's another three points if we win on Wednesday and things like that. Yeah. I love I love I love the way you deal. I love the way you deal with the press. I really do. I think it's a breath of fresh air for Celtic fans to get somebody like that in. Oh, it's been mm-hmm. it's like when he was back saying 
when Rangers were a couple, good few points ahead and he says, oh, I thought they got the trophy in October. <laughs> you know, so like he... He he seems to be he seems to be like a fella who's got a career who had a career in in PR. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He in relations. He just he just knows exactly what to say at the right time, and he knows okay. how to say it. And there's you know he he's he just and as as he'll have the team. He'll have the the team. The team will be well fired up. You won't need to fire the team up, but it's like he says he just plays it down so well. Like he does it so so well. Mm-hmm. And looking at the month of January. Because um, we started off on Monday the 17th with a 2 0 win at Hibs, um, Nida and Jovanovic uh, on the score sheet, Alawa in the League Cup, uh, Celtic winning yesterday 2 1 against uh, Dundee United. But Mark, it, it just wasn't today that we're seeing kind of Rangers kind of crumbling under a bit of pressure, dropping points to Aberdeen as well after coming back from uh, the, uh, the winter break and stuff like that. Like so. Celtic are kind of kept on their toes in this month of January. Where they're dropping points, Celtic are kept the winning ways up. Like so, it's not just yesterday the pressure's on them. Like we we kept pressure on them throughout January, didn't we? I well that's all we really did. Eh? No, I mean I mean I know it's a bit of a cliche, but just like concentrate on what we're doing, kind of thing. But you have to take notice, though, Mark, don't you, in fairness? Like, you know, I mean, ah, the players like, in that, the players 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 in that, of the, the result yesterday, the fans were aware of it, the fans were getting behind the team because the fans knew the importance of it. But I can't get into my head like the the slow tempo of, of the start against Dundee United yesterday. Like, is it is it the players, Mark, that that were on the pitch that are bringing this slow tempo in because the likes of Yasha, Kyogre, Mida, Callum McGregor are all missing? Like, is it is it because the players that are missing and the players that are coming in aren't? Suited, Mark, to, to this tempo, do you think? Well, <coughs> just, just put it, maybe doing it a bit of a bad day in the office, maybe, Paul. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe a bit of a bit nerves kicking in, but I mean, you can't, you can't play pure breathtaking swashbuckling football all the time, do you know what I mean? So, the way I'm looking at it, it wasn't the best performance, but we gave him away with three points, and that was the most important thing. Because mm-hmm. I was looking at we tried to get Jonas on tonight, but he, but he wasn't like. But Jonas was actually surprised the way Dundee United played Terence after the the sending off that they still sat back to get the yeah, draw I instead of attacking. I, I was surprised the other night on the podcast, Paul. I thought Dundee. I thought it would have been a lot made an open game. I thought they were. I, I really I, I, did. I surprised Mark the, the way they like. Compared to like the two games we played against Dundee, like the, they they attacked us, like they had their chances back in the two games we played against them, and like not one shot on target yesterday. Like I was very surprised that course yesterday playing that kind of system when we don't <coughs> Dundee, Dundee nice and playing that, you know. And I think he's under pressure, Mark Courts now. Oh, they they won in midweek, didn't they? Hmm? I think that's that's, what, that's a first win in four five games. Aye, and they were one, they were one nothing done against Ross County to, uh, mid, mm-hmm. uh, in the midweek game. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether they seemed like a team Paul that was trying to hit Celtic on the break, and I don't know. It appeared that they seemed to be 
happy enough to try and soak up the pressure. They knew Celtic needed the score. So whether their mentality was, well, look, Celtic are going to have to push forward. Like, certainly in the second half, we, we, we on a lot of occasions, just left one, one man back, pretty mm-hmm. much. We, the most time staff... Well, it's just keeps on in those terms, do it? Like, it, well, that was what the I game should have been over. Do you know what I mean? We shouldn't be waiting till the but we talk about we need to find a way to, to break through these teams. That but really, that Paul. But we did. We, but we did. Do you know so what I mean? We eventually to, did just start to find a thing. Some 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 good saves and stuff like that. But you could shoot the other way, like in saying like Gia Marcus and and Ray should be put away those shots, Terence. Do you know what I mean? Which I know, but in, you're right. You're right to an extent, but in fairness, Paul. Seagrass's save from Jim Mack is, is absolutely missing a trick here with him, Mark, aren't we? But, but, but you couldn't you couldn't bring him, Paul. How could you bring him? Uh, He's not going to the bench. No. Scott, Scott Baines just extended his contract. And see, I mean, yeah. Seagrass isn't going to come and be happy no. to sit on Celtic's no. bench. Oh, he, he's not going to sit on the bench, Mark. And like, he, no. He's a regular every week, Paul. Like mm-hmm. the, the likelihood is that he go, he'll go somewhere else and ideally not a... Well, the other crowd's... I know the other crowd's backup keeper. Has, apparently, I saw he signed again. So the uh, I don't know his name is anyway. Doesn't matter. So McLaughlin, Yeah, whatever. Yeah, Care about him anyway. But um, ideally, Seagrass doesn't go there because he's a really, really good keeper in any game, regardless of what he plays in Celtic. He's a good, good keeper. And like, if we hadn't Joe Hart. And someone said we were signing him as our first team goalkeeper. I know I'd certainly be co- I'd be happy with him in the goals. I'm sure a lot of other lads would maybe in the form would be the same because he's a he's a very good shot stopper. But it's not. But it's like Mark said though, Paul. I didn't think they were going to break him down. Yes, thank God they did. But they kept going and they kept going and it was a fabulous, a lovely ball in by Jota, a fabulous touch by Abada, and a fabulous finish. It it was just. You know, it was it was it was it was relief all around, and you know, it's it's it wasn't something that we we were able to do against Livingston. It wasn't something we were able to do against Saint Mirren, but thankfully we managed it yesterday. You know, but the tempo, the tempo when certain players came on picked up as well, and mm-hmm. that makes a huge difference. When Gata came on, when the young that that lad came on, when Juranovic came on, so the, the, you could see the pace just stepped up, but like. He was saying the only thing what I'd say, Paul, is like what you were saying there to Mark. A couple of the players were had a bad day at the office yesterday. I didn't think I didn't think Rio was as good as he was during obviously the Hearts game. Maybe no, he was no. a bit more tired. He felt to me like he was playing an awful lot more out to the left than he was in the middle. Mm-hmm. But maybe I, maybe I was looking at Jack Macus's first touch. That's how he right, right, yeah, it was Terence, it, it was, it, yeah. It would, it would it would remind you of Jack the Ripper. It was horrendous. Like, 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 <laughs> you know, him, like I thought like that was one of his main benefits was that he's able to hold up the ball, but his touch, yes, they hold up the ball. Like, it was like, very heavy. Like his first, his first, his first touch was a touch. His second touch was a tackle. Mm-hmm. Like you know, in some case, in some cases, it was it was very very. Powerful. And yeah, you could get it so fucking like, easy for those type of tackles, Terence, if you missed the ball. He could, and 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 the problem was he was kind of, he was losing it so quickly it was coming it was coming back into Dundee Dundee United again. You know what I mean? So, yeah, look, player, player, players had a bad game. Forrest didn't play well. Obviously, I don't think maybe scaled. I didn't think I didn't think Ralston had a good game. So, all in all, it's an amazing. No, an amazing I, 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 how did Star? How about Star felt? What did you make of him? Did you, I, 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 I
I think he, I think he had a cracking game again. I think himself and Vickers had a cracking himself game. Himself and Vickers had the most touches again, Mark. There's folk on the forum moaning about Starfield again. And then, I, I couldn't even answer because I, I never... Believe, and, I, and I can't believe it, Mark, because every game, Starfield and Vickers are key to their Celtic play because they have the most touches. So we're playing out through them. But even regarding the head, Tony Watts, a big, a big defender... Tony Watt was living off nothing yesterday. Starfield had Tony Watt in the back of his pocket, Terence. He did, and the, the the one the one thing I've noticed about Starfield, certainly since he's come back in the Hearts game of yesterday, he has be he has got a he seems to have got an awful lot more physical. Mm-hmm. He seems to have got, he seems to be getting like if there's a ball coming and there's two fellas there, he's kind of nearly cleaning out fellas. It's maybe he's, maybe he's realised that he can do that in Scotland and get away with it, Terms, you know what I mean? Yeah, maybe he's just yeah. learning that you have these tummy these tackles that have when they've got a European referee. Aye, maybe that's what he's just kind of the physical bite of the game, like in there. Aye, maybe he's just kind of twig that he can put in these kind of tackles that it maybe be a foul playing in Europe but you'll get away with it in Scotland. Like I can't believe Mark people are saying, get Julian back, like Terms yourself. Like I'm shocked people are saying get Julian this team. Uh, as fast as we can I would not drop neither one of them Starfield or Vickers for Julian like even at the start of the game Paul where Dundee went down the left wing he, he man whipped in a great ball and then Dundee United fella got there got there. but Starfield came in and cleared it he, he kind of came in the two of them together and he knocked it out for the corner mm-hmm. people are people have just got a they've just got a whipping boy and he's one of them and mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what he does and there's one or two lads on, there's one lad in particular in the forum and he has it in for him big time. No matter yeah. what, he do, no matter what he does. Like I mean, he's the game against. Hans. Na- name and shame him. Up. Name and shame him. Turns. Oh, chalky sixty-seven. He oh. hates that. He hates that. Like, I think it was him. I think it was him that posted that the day again. I think now that you say that. I mean, did he not watch the game against Hearts? The, the clearance, the, the, the tackle that had made, where the ball was whipped in. I mean, the, I mean, I'm all, I'm all on for how for. Saying if a fella's had a bad game, you say, look, a fella's had a bad game. No 13 clean sheets we have since Starfield's in the team. But, but what, I would, what, I would say, what I would say, Paul, is fellas are pointing at Starfield there yesterday again. And, and why, I don't know. But no one has... Did, did, were the same people hammering Greg Taylor? Were the same people hammering Scales? Were the same people hammering Ralston? All three of them <laughs> would have been far way worse than... The, and I, I mm-hmm. thought Starfield, again, had a, could, have, could have come to me been... Up there, up there with men of the match. He, so we saw how, how Julian struggles against the high ball there sometimes in defence. We, we we saw that numerous times the the seasons. Mark Julian was struggling for high balls. Like he can't play against a physical striker. And and for me, Tony Watt is can play dirty. And and if he's not getting his way, Tony Watt can be a dirty player. But Starfield has been in the back of his pocket yesterday. Uh, I want to speak about um, about a Mark twelve goals, eight assists, as it nine assists. No, I think, but. My God, Mac, 20 years of age, and we're, we're talking about how how James Forrest has lost a bit of pace, but there's no way James Forrest is going to get into this starting lineup if Yasa and Abadra are fit. No. As I, I said, Paul, I don't even know if he'll get, if he'd be a fully, fit squad, a fully fit squad, Paul. I don't even know if Forrest would make a bench. Yeah, like he's really found his mojo back again, Mark, hasn't he? About a, uh, you know? he did a wee spell there that he was off. He, 
awfully quiet in games. He didn't he really seem to do much in that, Paul. But he certainly, he's back to being the... I mean, that was F, just after he came back for your uh, injury. Did he mm-hmm. have a COVID issue as well, a bad COVID issue as well. With that time, we're on that. Listen, that time, Mark, as well, yeah. See, so yeah. that we kind of long his performances for a couple... Well, it was a few weeks, to be honest. Uh, but he certainly, certainly get his mojo back now and showing again the form that he was showing when he first came in. I think he's a well, cracking a cracking player. He's got his pace back as well. Mm-hmm. He's beating men again, Terence, isn't he? He's not... Remember we were saying out last two times that he seemed to be kind of doing the James Forrest and he seemed to be cutting in a lot, trying to cut in or No, he's going down yeah. to the boy line and he's beating the players. Like, this is what we want him to do. Do you know what I mean? It rem- the, the St. Johnson game was the first game that I saw that I thought to myself, he looks like he's two yards quicker. Mm-hmm. He looks like he's two yards quicker than he had been for four or five weeks, he was way off the pace. And he definitely looks like he's back to, to the batter that we had at the start, where basically he's getting the ball and roasting the winger, and going down, or roasting the full-back and going down, and he whipped in great balls. And as, right. regards, as, as regards, sorry, as regards James Forrest, just quickly, Paul, mm-hmm. I'd have been, I'd have that young Ben Dokes on before I'd have Forrest. Yeah, yeah. Like, if I was James Forrest, like, and, like, Mark, if, like, if we're getting taken off for a 16-year-old, in, in, in a must-win game for Celtic that we need nah, to it's, aye, it's not as if you're taking them off yeah, ten, 10 minutes exactly. to go and we're free nothing up and give, that, yeah. give the young guy a wee run out in the park no, it's you know what I mean like, that, that's what I'm saying like, like Forrest must be like if I was James Forrest I was going like, I need to get my act back together here I need to like I don't know now can he get can, can he get back because like and it's unfortunate because this season more so than other seasons, Mark, he's been hit by a lot of, lot of injuries. Uh, he's had a lot of injuries even through his career, really, Paul. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, what age is he now? 30? He could push down 30, yeah. I mean, I don't know, Forrest. Even, even, tough. even... That, 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 that's an age for a ringer, Mark, when you start kind of losing a bit of pain. Uh, you uh, you might even start, like, start maybe looking at playing some games in the middle and things like that, isn't it? But mm-hmm. I don't... I, I can't really see Forrest playing through the middle either, can you? No, really can't. Like, no, like especially Mac when he only has one foot. If you're going playing through the middle, you kind of need a two-foot feet, really, don't you? I mean, you I, I, as far as going to be happy to be a bit part player at Celtic. Yeah, that's... I mean, that's another thing. I mean, it's not even, I mean, Forrest will be in a good wage as well, Paul. He'll be one yeah, of the highest. He's second highest, Mac, yeah. Sir. The third highest, sorry. Third that's highest. that Casey... Maybe, maybe it's time for Forrest to get moved on in the summer. Mm-hmm. No, but, the way but the way he spoke, I mean, Forrest wants to play Celtic all his career. But if you're not mm-hmm. playing... But, but we have to think about Celtic, like, not about James Forrest. Like, and I think that's a question for Ange and the board. Like, do they keep him on just because he's a legend? And ah, but you've got, to give, a, you've got to give him a chance to prove himself. Yeah. Well, we can't just turn around... I mean, it's only, it's only January. Ange is only here six months. In six months' time, we could be sitting raving about the turnaround in James Forrest. Mm-hmm. But that's what I'm saying. Like he needs. So I, like, I think in that, uh, I think James Forrest needs to get into his head like that. He needs to get. He needs to work hard. Ah, yeah, you need exactly, to work yeah. hard and get. Well, I, I thought he. I, do you know how he looks a bit out of shape, Paul? Yeah, I thought he looked a, I was a looking wee bit. Maybe a wee bit heavy in the boat. Yeah, oh. I was looking at there, Mark, uh, on Twitter, and they show James Forrest 2019. He looks slimmer, and in 2022, his face looks heavier. He looks heavier, a lot heavier, Mac, than, than what he was. 
But if he doesn't think he's up to speed, he, and I'm not comparing like with like here, but he might just turn around and go like, I led Lee Griffiths. I'm not saying it's like for like, but... Uh, I just cut my losses. Let's go back for fitness. I'm just kind of going, listen, look, pal, you're, 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 you're not, you're not up to speed what I need you to be. You're not, you're not, you're not quick enough. You're not fit enough. I'm not not going to be my plans moving forward. Yeah. Yeah, if if you want to be here, you can be here, but you'll be a bit part, a bit part player. You'll mm-hmm. be in now again. You'll be might be on the bench one week. You might be on for three weeks. If you're happy with that, that's great. If you're not, then you need to leave. And mm-hmm. um, another then for, sorry, then for well, me, terms, it's a case of well, it's down to the money. I mean, if you're only to Celtic, be paying bit part players the best part is twenty odd grand a but week. That's like saying, Mark. Like, are you paying yeah, one of your top players to sit in the bench? Do you know what I mean? But but if, that's if he gets on the bench, Paul, that's what we're yeah, saying. Is exactly, yeah. It could be a, a, is his contract up? For, is his contract up for renewal, or is, is he is his contract for another few years? No, or, he's signed kind of a new. Ah, he's done that. Signed a new one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, well. Then in that situation, then in that situation, Ange just go. Ange just. Ange will just have to go to him. Listen, you're getting well paid here. Oh, you need to. Twenty twenty three's new contract. Yeah. It's twenty twenty three's contract runs out terms. Okay. Two and a half year left on it. Okay. Well then 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 maybe I I don't know, maybe Ange has to go and give him the benefit of the doubt he's been injured, he didn't do pre season, all the rest of it. See what he if he can get back. But he, I agree with you what you're saying, Mark. He does he does look like he's you know, he's he's a he's a couple of cheeseburgers in him, you know what I mean? Mhm. I think um one player I want to speak of and Short, short of last season when, when we used three keepers in, in in one season and we've seen the importance of having a, a good keeper this season with Cal McGregor making those horrendous blunders yesterday, Mark, and I looked up Hart this week and uh, Hart has 11 clean sheets, Mark, out of 20 games so far this season. Now, bear in mind he hasn't much doing some games, Mark, but there's still clean sheets and it's his experience that's setting down this defence. Well, it's him, but it's him. Yeah, the central defensive partner, like Paul. I mean, it's that wee unit that's it's, 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 it's his experience, Mark, that, that's bringing in this uh, unity within this, this defensive unit, you know? You know, like, we spoke about it as well last season, Paul, when you're chopping and changing and you have different partnerships playing every week and that. There's no time to build up that kind of understanding and partnership that they three seem to have. You know, like 11 clean sheets, Mark, is... It's, it's impressive considering what we went through last season, isn't it? You know, and, and, and bear in mind our keepers are getting very little to do, Mark, and and when he is called upon, he's there. Do you know what I mean? You know? That's just his professionalism, Paul. Yeah. So said, they don't, Celtic keepers don't usually have a lot to do during games, exactly. but when they, are, they need to keep their concentration because when they are called upon, they need to, they need to make these saves, you know what I mean? Maybe only one or two saves to make a game. Well, Mark, with, with, with the amount of injuries you have and kind of experienced players missing, like, like Hart could be key as well to, to Wednesday's game as well, you know? A, a daily two keepers. Yeah. yeah. 
But Joe, yeah. but to be fair, Paul, Joe Hart has played with so many big teams. Exactly. He's he he's been he's been in a similar situation when he was at Celtic when he was at Man City. The majority of the time, Data had the ball. Mm-hmm. He would had too many shots to make. Even with England, England would be a very good side, and they would have had a, they would have generally been on playing lesser sides. England were good till they put Harry Gregg into that defence. <laughs> Yeah, but they're normally playing. They're normally playing San Marino or someone like that. No, no. He's constant. He he has he has obviously the professionalism that whether it was with Man City or whatever, they were, he was always on a team that was highly offensive, and he was he, there wasn't many shots on him. So he he's obviously so so well trained himself to be able to go, and he and he's he's into action now, bang, and he can he can deliver when he needs to do it, like you know. I think it helps as well the amount. I feel like we play the kind of sweeper keeper role. Yeah. She is involved in a lot more kind of starting, starting off moves and stuff like that. And probably we were used to seeing under somebody like, like Fraser Foster or that angle. Mm-hmm. Like people questioned his footwork back, and I know we had a few dodgy moves, but like that's one of the reasons he was moved on from Man City, but he went off to Italy then to practice that. But like, He's confident enough on his feet, like aye. the way Celtic want to play, like you know what I mean? Aye, he's, he's, impre- he's impressed me and surprised me, to be honest, Paul, with the way he mm-hmm. can control up with his feet and that. I mean, just says there's been a few hairy moments, but he's got away with them, sir. Mm-hmm. And it seems, seems, to, it seems to be, he seems to be enjoying it as well, do you know what I mean? He seems, oh, it seems uh, it just, he seems happy and you know, settled, and, aye, but it does, he seems to be. Yesterday, like you see him down, down knees, like, like it was like the Craig Organ celebration in the cup. That time. I mean, so, but maybe, I mean, probably hard maybe be out there, Paul, saying I can't actually believe that I'm playing for a club the size of Celtic exactly, yeah. in this stadium at, at my at age. My age, yeah. For every, every, yeah. What we said, they could have went out to Italy with Mourinho, Paul, and sat on the bench for him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mourinho wanted to take him out there. Or even Spurs, he could have maybe stayed at Spurs and just been what he was doing at Spurs kind of thing. But if the chance, I mean, we're going about having young players to grasp the chance to play for a club like Celtic. But if you're at that, ah, if you're especially if you're at that kind of time, we were saying with Joe Hart, his age, probably a lot of people were saying Joe Hart should probably retire, or even just if he's going to play, he'll get down to the Championship. I mean, let's not be kidding. Joe Hart could be playing the Champions League again next year for Celtic. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And at his age, he'll, 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 he wasn't going to do a Tottenham anyway, so... <laughs> <laughs> and I only Celtic will probably get into Champions League and struggle to get out the group stages and that, but it's still the Champions League. It's the place that people it's want the, to be. Aye. Like, it's not like Celtic on Europe. Even it's going to be special on Wednesday night, like underneath the floodlights or having the derby. Like, you know, Aye, like, Wednesday should be a good spectacle. Okay. Just don't, again, I just wish... Yeah, we'll talk about that to, to moving on. So moving on, um, is something Mark brought to my attention uh, during the week. Uh, should Celtic distance themselves from alcohol and gambling advertising around the stadium on match days and on their jerseys? Just uh, far and against it with the revenue coming into the club. Mark, I start with you first. And I mean, I don't really mind it much, Paul, about the stadium and things like that. But I don't think I see it shouldn't be like our main sponsorships. Mm-hmm. It really shouldn't be. I mean. Begin back to well, 
don't know if you're old enough to remember this, but like Formula One cars and that, they used to allow like tobacco yeah, sponsorships tobacco and, and that. And Marlboro was beyond the, uh, Rockman's used beyond the, aye, the aye, I mean, you wouldn't let Benson and Hedges sponsor the league. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But, but it's alright to sponsor, to take sponsorship money for alcohol and gambling. And we know the problems that the gambling and alcohol cause people. You know what I mean? I just I think it's something I've said, I thought about it early years in that, and I've always thought that it's something Celtic shouldn't openly be looked to be encouraging. I know it's worth money, but surely there's better, a better classy company out there. No, I don't mean, you know what I'm talking about. I mean, mm-hmm. kind of ethical kind of route to get in if it's Celtic have got on the front of their jerseys and stuff like that. Because mm-hmm. I know Karen's here now, and they are clamping down on that. Advertising, drinking, kind of gambling at sports venues at the moment. Like, do you think it's a road that Celtic should go down? How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's, it's a hard one to say, Paul. Look, I, I, I don't. I don't bet, so it's all one to me. I don't. I, I drink the app very rarely. But the only thing I would see with it is, the problem is that are Celtic in a position that they can they, they that they cannot consider taking these sponsorships in regards to like a lot of you know they they don't get we don't get a huge amount of television revenue in a lot it's mainly sponsorship deals are Celtic reducing their pool and saying okay we won't get sponsored by these this group and this group is there is there group that can sponsor them, then a very, very small group of, I don't want to say individuals or companies or organisations, does, does it then does it then make them harder to try to get a sponsor? That's what I'm saying. Maybe maybe, maybe it doesn't. Maybe that's maybe that's just nonsense, but... Get Dermot worried, Dermot. Desmond's company start to advertise sponsoring. Well, you, 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 you look in, in, in the, the European European matches when we were sponsored by... Uh, in Urban France, in France you're not allowed to advertise alcohol on jerseys in France. Yeah, we, we weren't left to do. We had to pull on the Celtic Foundation. Even with Daft Bet, we had to pull on the, the Celtic Foundation. So 
you can see yeah. kind of football yeah. as a whole that they're going to kind of gradually kind of I think, event, I think eventually there will be rules brought in about it, Paul. I honestly do, and I, I will agree with them. I, I'll hundred percent back that. I just think it's, it's something. JP McMahon is the sponsor, like Sport and Limerick or something, in front of the jerseys. It'd be grand. Aye, but you could. I mean, you really could. But does it matter? But does it encourage a young kid, sixteen years of age, who's at a match and he sees uh, a lad Brook sign up in a thing, free bet, free sixty or bet, like? Is it encouraging a young lad to to open up an account with lad books and start betting? Do you think? Eh, uh, probably as Paul. Stephen <coughs> well, Celtic was sponsored by Carlin. Right, the pub I drank in at the time started stalking Carlin, and everybody in the place was drinking Carlin as if it was going out of fashion. And mm-hmm. I don't know, I don't know, I've, I've not been in that pub for years, but I don't think Carlin's a big lag a big drink oh, up in no, Scotland no. anymore but at the time when they were sponsoring Celtic Rangers it was massive so I think if you're a young lad and you're going to get into gambling well you're going to go for daft a bit because you're on Celtic's top you think you're helping Celtic out kind of that way and things like yeah, that so that, it will influence them Paul. That, that could be like made a good point there like that like some people think as, as a young lad like your mindset, Mark, would think like that, oh, if I open up a bet with Daft Best, that's helping Celtic, you know what I mean? Because they're sponsored Celtic. Aye, like aye, no, no, it doesn't, but if you're a young lad, that's what you yeah. think. It's like, it's like, oh, I was sitting there drinking Carlin for 12 hours every Saturday, Paul, you know what I mean? We think, oh, they're sponsoring Celtics every pint, we're having Celtic, Celtic and that, but... And what is Linda Grounds? Like, are you left drinking with Linda Grounds, like, sitting down and... and no, no, like, no, in Scotland, oh, no. no. In the, no, in, the, in the snobby bit behind the scenes where you get a meal and that before the game, you can get oh, yeah. a pint at half time, but you're not allowed to drink yeah. actually in the grounds in Scotland, Paul. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All, all. There's enough nutcases in the ground without the drink as well. <laughs> Unless you've, well, <laughs> you've, got, you've, got two, you've got two choices. We used to have what we called Vodi Bovril. We used to buy Bovril and mix it with vodka. Or we used to buy see the big cups of Coca-Cola. And you'd get into the toilet and pour the Coca-Cola and fill them mm-hmm. up with Buckfast. So you were just sitting there doing that. But you were just passing these cups of body ball and Buckfast all along the line or game and things like that. So I mean, obviously, everybody's doing it. But if you get caught, you're, not, you're popped out and you have good chance you'll lose your season ticket for it. You know what I mean? But there's this talk again of them trying to bring alcohol back into the Scottish well, grounds. But it's a big move. It's a big move. Mark is, is like maybe Celtic can. Um, kind of get away with not taking these sponsorships from alcohol and, and, and gambling stuff. But you look at the smaller clubs, Mac, around football and, and stuff like that. You look at, if you say, St. Mary and Hamilton and the likes of Aberdeen at the moment and stuff like that, like who lost money due to COVID. Like, surely these clubs actually need that sponsorship, Mac, to get them, you know? But I'm just looking at it. Aye, but, Paul, but the thing about it is, Paul, there's a reason that these companies are sponsoring football teams, Paul. Because that's well, the... Want, yeah, they don't, want the influence, yeah. Aye, that's the... That's the Celtic football supporters are their target, targeted audience. That's why mm-hmm. there's, there's so much of them want to sponsor clubs and things like that. Because the fans are the target audience for them. And that's... So they're... I, I mean... I don't know how to put that into words now, man. They're, they're targeting you as a... It's the type of brainwash you into buying these goods because it's related to Celtic. Whether it is but alcohol, whether it's something. Should, should, should we look at, like, 
like they do a half time lottery and stuff like that. The, the winner gets a prize then will instead like should that be stopped as well by the club like that they're encouraging people then to play like a lottery like that that's gambling like in this. That's a bit nitpicky, Paul. To be honest. Yeah, but, uh, but but that's what people are going to say. Like, you get me? Like, it's, it's all it's all coming together as uh, as one. Like, you know what I mean? It, it, lastly, it's gambling. Oh, well, that's that's that. a type but, of gambling. I I know what you're saying. You know, like that's to encourage a young lad, Mark, to buy a ticket for the halftime raffle and stuff like that. Like, and that's going to just get him started. Then going into the likes of lad books, and you know what I mean? And, like, does it start off like that? You know? Well, that's how it needs like to go then. Aye, aye. I just, I mean, I'm not saying Celtic should go saintly and take no take money. I mean, even mind Barcelona used to have the uh, UNICEF sponsor. And then it mm-hmm. was at the Saudi Arabian airline. They waved a few pounds in front of them and they've got them in front of them. But, I mean, there's no, there's no only... Gambling and alcohol companies. There's thousands of companies all over the world. Uh, Cubs could approach. I mean, Aberdeen's got a booming oil business. You know, yeah. I mean, there's rich, rich companies up there all because of the oil money and that. And especially you now, Mark, is Celtic want to, with our, we say, with our four players now from Japan, like, sure, God, there's a big company over in Japan, like Honda or Hyundai or things like that, like that we could. You could do, uh, you even approach you Japanese I mean? companies or anything. Yeah, you know we might know what the, we might know what the sponsor says, like, but we still get it. Like, but Paul, if you look at if you look at regardless of the the, the four lads from Japan, if you look at Dermot Desmond's connections, JP, he'd have Robert, he'd have Sangster, he'd have Magner, he'd have all the horsey boys, and and they're the people that you would know. What about the people that you don't know? Mm-hmm. So they'd have they'd have. Bucket loads of people, and they all have JP McManus is on like sensational companies and golf courses, and so they they own the they own Sandy Lane in Barbados. Luxor uh, that's Hotel, that's what I was thinking of. That's the name it tells us trying to get the name of that. Why not just have like Sandy Lane Resorts on the front of our top? Yeah, but that's, going, well, that, that, that's a good point you made there because look at Man City like and and they're responsible the Emirates. Ah, but that's their yeah, owners. Yeah. But that's yeah, what, but that's what I'm saying. Like, that's that kind of way. Should we be like David Desmond? Should be kind of putting his own company's sponsor and Celtic that he can put money through his company Denmark into Celtic. Like, you know what I mean? I that that that's what all these yeah, the Qatari and Saudi Arabian teams are doing. Your PSGs, your Man Cities, and that. And that's how they're getting money into the club, man. Aye, that's saying all these yeah. multi. I mean, that's what I the. Kind of sponsorship deal isn't worth the money they're paying for it, mm-hmm. but, and like mm-hmm. the kind of advertising aspect of things. But it's just a way of them putting, money, mo- putting money, club, money, yeah. aye, putting money into the club. Mm-hmm. But it's mm-hmm. t- just amount of, the amount of contacts that Dermot Desmond must have in the oh, business yeah. world and things like that. If it's you just even at, if you don't ask the question, Paul, you'll never know. Do you get what I mean? Exactly. But if you look at down here, uh, Mark, every couple of years. There's the JP McManus Prime mm-hmm. Golf Classic, and it, I, I, I've, had, I've caddied in this once or twice. I caddied it for Martin. I've caddied it for Martin O'Neill the last time it was on here. Wow! And if you see the people that are at this, I mean, 
It's yeah, professional soccer players and everything like that. Yeah, yeah, but international players who want to get that Dave King, him at Rangers, he carries on the tournaments, doesn't he, Terms? Yeah, yeah, he does, yeah. He does, yeah. yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I know it's a bit dodgy, but it's basically the guys... Going wrong with a sponsor card for Rangers. No, <laughs> but they not carry think? for that Gary player at the US Open or something like that, Terms? Well, I think he did, yeah. I think he did because he, he's obviously South African based, Jermaine King, and obviously Gary Player is the South African. Aye. So he, you know, but that shows, probably, I mean, that shows you the yeah, level of folk that turn up to these events. But it's, it's even if you take the professional soccer players out of it, though, because they were all there Harry Redknapp, Jamie Redknapp, all mm-hmm. I'm talking about the business people. Yeah, yeah. Like the Sangsters were there, Robert Ma- Magner was there, like Dermot Desmond was there. I mean, you're talking. Yeah, <laughs> You're, like, you're, oh, yeah, they're, they're, yeah. <laughs> like these fellas are richer than the footballers themselves, Terry. Oh, you know oh I mean? yeah, these are these are billionaires, Paul. They're not mm-hmm. millionaires. These are billionaires. Like, I mean, J- I mean, JP McManus bought a Dare Manor for thirty-five million. Like, mm-hmm. so and, and that's 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 Sandy Lane place. You can't even go inside the gate of it. Like, I, I always I always dreamt turns that even the off to Man United or that horse. I was I oh, wanted yeah. I wanted what is it the Coolmore Mafia they call them into I yeah. was I was praying that they all just says I'm only going to just take your Celtic and see what we can do with them. Well, yeah, like I mean, like the JP McMahon is his house is uh, is out the road here in Limerick, and oh my, it's a hundred. I think it was a hundred million or something to build it. It's and I I know he we'd have I'd have known his wife from the golf club and lads were lads were out in the house and the whole lot and they're very they're very lovely normal people, but like. Dermot Desmond has sensational context. He, I, 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 maybe I'm wrong in what I was saying earlier on, Mark, about the whole sponsorship thing. But like, he has so many different contexts. Maybe they could have, say, Sandy Lane on the front of the jerseys instead of, instead of the the betting, the betting one and Magners and the drink and the whole lot. But these these guys have these guys have more money than most people will ever even imagine. You know, and more connections than anyone will imagine. What about going down the road of uh, renaming the stadium, Mark, to bring in uh, income into the, like, response by Adidas now? Like, what about the Adidas stadium? Or... Well, it's, I'd be quite happy with stuff like that. Because mm-hmm. people, oh, you can't get loose. People would still call it Ah, Celtic it's still Park, because yeah. Celtic Park. People still call it Park Kid. And it's mm-hmm. no, I mean, that's Celtic Park, it's called Park Kid, and it's, no, it's never called Park Kid. Yeah. Still kind of call it Parkhead, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, I mean, it's really jank. Well, saying that, people have started like calling the Arsenal Stadium like the em- the Emirates and things like that, didn't it? And mm-hmm. the Etihad, so they're kind of doing in England going for that. But that's probably a bit of kind of the driven is the sponsorship and the money. That would probably be part of the deal that they need to they need to get that into the like the normal conversations about the game to keep the sponsorship and the advertising going with that the, the stadiums became known as the kind of things. But for the right amount of money, I wouldn't bother my backside. But Celtic Park was good, unless it was as long as it's not something stupid. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Terence, what would you be thoughts on that? I, I'd be of, I'd be of the same I'd be of the same opinion, Paul, because we all you'll always Notice, like I'd be like you, Paul Parkhead or Celtic Park or Paradise. Mm-hmm. What was going to be known as that? Whether if it was called the, uh, I don't know, the Toyota Arena or whatever, whoever sponsored it for Argan's sake, you're talking about the Japanese side of things. It's always going to be known as 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 Celtic Park to 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 the people that go there, regardless of this, regardless if there was a, a name change 
shoot a sponsorship. And it's it would be the same all around the world. I'm sure there's only maybe Cork City if there's certain stadiums down there are changed. I know Toma Park, like Toma Park up here, I'm not even sure what it's called, but it's, it's sponsored by some crowd, but it's known as Toma mm-hmm. Park for the rugby ground. And it's always going to be known as Toma Park, regardless of who sponsors it. So Celtic Park could be the same, like. I mean, see, about Hamilton, we, we don't even call Aki's Park Douglas Park. I've, 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 I think that's been sponsored that many times, I'm not sure. It was actually the CBD Stadium or something for a while. But people in Hamilton just really call Aki's Park. And that's what it's been known as for years. Even the old stadium, it was Aki's Park, and now it's still called just doing it. If you're getting directions, you'll say, well, it's doing at Aki's Park. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just names. Fans are just going to call... The fans are just going to call whatever they've always called it, Paul. And if it's making his money, fair dues. Like it's looking like, like if you like, come what you said there, like the sponsorship and stuff like that. And if we're looking at different avenues to to make up the difference of 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 kind of. I'm surprised Celtic's not looked into it, Paul. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, like if you like, if you think of it, like if you want to distance ourselves from like some alcohol and gambling, like and. How do we generate this new revenue? Like, it's an easy option, Mark. Like for revenue to be in the club, like aye. the naming rights of, of of a state. Like every club, Mark. I think most clubs now actually kind of do that now. Like you know, I mean, they 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 sell the the naming rights of, of their stadiums. You know, oh, it's a common thing. Mm-hmm. And as, mm-hmm. uh, for me, Paul, it's, it's definitely something Celtic should be looking at. Mm-hmm. And for a, a, an avenue to raise your income. Yeah, without well, well, those. And you, I guarantee you, Paul, if you look at, you're talking about the, the, the Japanese lads' influence. I guarantee if you looked at, I don't know their stadiums, but I guarantee if you looked at the name of their stadiums, it's probably going to be a Toyota, there's probably going to be. As his team's no one busy. Yeah, mostly, yeah. No, I, I, think so. I think you're right, Terms, but I think it's because a lot of the teams are actually owned by the companies. Like. PSVs, it's they've just got the Phillips Stadium and into that because it's Phillips that own them kind of thing in that. But I'm sure yeah. in Japan that's the same kind of idea. It's probably the same situation that teams own and it's the stadium is named after the company. Like oh. also, it's like over in Japan as well. Their shot is full of sponsors. You can barely see the jersey. <laughs> so so much sponsors in them. And um, moving on. Um, with the gap now closed down to, to two points, uh, it's another must-win game for Celtic. But I think the pressure has taunted Rangers after Celtic's victory over Dundee. Now you said yesterday I'm with Rangers drawing three all at Ross County. The tables have taunted Mark, and uh, most I think the tables have taunted on um, Alan McGregor at the moment. You know, he's not uh, the saviour that he has been for Rangers the last couple of seasons, Mark. He's really, this season, seems to be making a lot, a lot of mistakes for Rangers, don't he? Aye. Hey. He's definitely, definitely not the keeper that he was over the last couple of years, Paul. So, he gave a basic saves yesterday, Mark. Like, like when, when, when you see those goals, like, you know, they were... Like, yeah. You know, and I think, Mark, if we... I'd be checking betting, I couldn't. Yeah, but if we get down, Mark, it's, Celtic, it's, it's key, Mark, that Celtic get the ball down the wings, I think, in oh. Rangers, down the wings, and get crosses in. Crosses and shots through yeah, shot outside the yeah. box and things yeah. like that, Paul. Yeah. You know. 
I remember, I remember, I, 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 sorry, sorry, a coach of ours before when fellas used to be dropping the balls and just going to McGregor, he'd be going, he's, he's hands like tits. But <laughs> 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 what, what it's like what you said, they need, they need to test him. They need to fireball. He looked, I, again, I only saw the, the few minutes of it. I wouldn't ever really watch them. I just saw the, the last goal in particular and the last goal he was all over the place. He looked, he looked, he doesn't look a, a, a pass, a pass. <laughs> but even at that, that rate, like, like, you're guaranteed that Tavernier and Barsic, they, they want to push up, they want to push up the wings and like, there's going to be space for Yasa and Abada to, to create these chances for G-Marcus, like if G-Marcus is going to be playing like, so, like, I expect Celtic to have loads of possession in this game and my my biggest worry though is the midfield at the moment, Mark. You, you still think that's uh McGregor I dare just I think he will pull. Mm-hmm. Uh, one or two I've picked for my team. Yeah. Aye, yeah. aye. I've went with Hart, Juranovic, Carter Vickers, Starfield, and I put Taylor in at left back. I would probably, myself, I probably went with Scales, Paul. I think his height, I, I, we need to try and get a bit more height in the team, do you know what I mean? Set pieces at, for set pieces at both ends of the park, I'd have went with Scales, but I think I think it'll be Taylor that'll start. And in midfield, I've went for McGregor, McCarthy, and Hattati. In mm-hmm. the front three, I've went for Abida, Diokamakis, and Yota. Mm-hmm. Um, I was practically the same. I think uh, it's a big. Is it a big Mark? Is, it's a big game for McCarthy, though, Mark, to come in. Seems that Bison has been playing so well, and but it's a game. I think Mark, we need McCarthy for. Oh, we, we saw the tackles in Alaba that McCarthy brings to the team. Aye, but we need that bit of kick I, in the team. Says it for a while, Paul, especially against them. We were getting out muscled. We got out muscled mm-hmm. in the midfield and that's what was costing us the games against him. And well, I know McCarthy struggled to find a bit of form in that, but well, this is his big chance, I suppose, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Tell us what about yourself, what kind of team would, would you go? Similar enough, I had Hart, Juranovic, obviously Vickers, Starfield. I have Taylor as well. Start, this is what I, th- I think Angie's going to start Taylor. I probably would have, even as bad as Ralston was the last day, I might have gone Ralston right back and Juranovic left back. Um, I, McGregor, I think it's going to be even McGregor, Rio, or even O'Reilly, Jata Abada, and Jack Mackis. I don't think I don't like. I mean, I think certainly I I think McGregor is going to play the same as what Mark is saying. Um, but I think the two boys, I think O'Reilly's been been excellent. Oh, really has turned, hasn't he? Another he one has, just came into the team and looked as if he's been playing there for months, didn't he? Well, I'd like to do his physicality as well, though, Mark. And even even uh, even Rio's uh, his physicality. It's a lot more than I thought they were going to they were going to have in them. So, for me, I think to play at the pace that they want to play it, and it's no disrespect to James McCarthy. I think they need those guys in there. I think if they if they played McCarthy in there as well, it might just slow it down a little bit. But look, I don't know. I could be wrong either. Look, if they get the results, that's the main thing. But that's that's why I think they, he w- he will play. You know what I'd like, and uh, is and 
uh, Rob, Rob Roy saying it's just Conor Roberts he's Rob Roy like chap but he's saying as well I'd like to see a badder through the middle but then if we're putting a badder through the middle does that mean we're bringing James Forrest in and I, I, I don't want that because I don't don't want James Forrest to kind of start the game because I think he's slowing us down at the moment but, but you, could, you could do that with 20 minutes to go Paul if the game yeah. is safe. You know, because I think it's it's a big game. I think uh, fair enough. He scored now these last two games yesterday, stuff like that. But he looked Mark uh, a shadow of the player again yesterday. Like you know, missing key chances and and stuff like that. And his touch seemed to be off and stuff like that. G Marcus, like it's, it's a big game for G Marcus, and we we need him in top form uh, on Wednesday. Aye. <sighs> He's, a, he's another one that's kind of struggling to find any kind of form, although he has scored a couple of goals. But for me, Paul, as I said, it's poacher goals. Mm-hmm. So if, putting, if we can get in, just say if we can get in behind the t- Tavernier and things like that and make chances, I, I think Gio Kamakis will score his goals, but it will be like penalty. Do you know what I mean? The penalty box kind of poacher goals and stuff like that he'll get us. I don't think mm-hmm. he's going to get the ball and beat three men and bend it into the top corner and stuff Would like that. Would you not think Ange, though, considering he made his debut on the left-hand side against Rangers, Mark, that he might put Ivanovic over on the left and, and bring Valison in for that bit of physicality that, that Valison gives oh, the team? Oh, he might do. Like, you know? He might do. That's the job or a job he's saying there as well. He'd have the same as team as I did, although Juranovic at left and Ralston on the right. So he might do. I, I, think, I think Ralston could be really psyched up for that game. You know what I mean? He's the type of player, Mark, who being sent to God through his career. Like, and I think Ralston could start, I think. I think he was rested for a reason. Right. Yeah, he might be. He might be right. You know? That's, uh, that's, the, that's the one of the things, Paul. I mean, we've got injuries and that to contend with players away, but well, even a squad, no I probably said in the last pod, uh, it's really, really hard to pick a team. Mm-hmm. There's choices there now. Aye, aye. Before. Yeah. Well, the likes of there's there's some rumours going around Terence that likes of Logic and Mida might get back and stuff like that in time. But like, can you see them starting or maybe being on the bench in the game or something like that? Do you think it's bit too much of them because of their travelling. Well it 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 only depends on how they come back. Yeah, not being funny, but if they co- if they come back via a private jet, it's a different situation as opposed to if they come back on your normal commercial flight. For one. And two, I, I couldn't see realistically out of the two of them start if they did come back. I'd be surprised. But then again Ange I didn't think Ange was going to start for Rogic the last time he came back from Australia either and he did he did. Yeah. Aye, you did that, aye. So, but, so, I mean, let's face it as well, Terence, their flights are flying back like normal. We still like that first class with a fancy big comfy seat mm-hmm. in the telly and things like that. And it's no, you're not sitting ten, 10 deep with your, your knees around your ears on easy jet, do you know what I mean? Oh, not, not sitting like we are. But I'm saying, I mean, there's always the potential to go, if Angie goes to whoever it could be privately, look, I really need these two guys back. There's nothing to say <laughs> If I don't know, are they born in the same neck of the woods? Well, I'm sure. I'm sure that my is only. I'm saying only. And is it Oman the place is called? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah, in the Middle East. Yeah. I'm sure that's where actually my is. I'm not sure where the Australian squad is, but they just for a, 
saw people mention on Twitter, oh man's a bit, a bit closer to us than Japan would be kind mm-hmm. of thing, sir. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that still classes a lot like a long haul flight or no, sir. I saw the funniest... Sorry, Tim, go on. It's, it's about eight, I think they're about eight hours or so because I I, work, I, I worked in Iraq for a year, so it's about eight hours to get home. Was that Saddam Hussein double? I was there when, I was there, I was there when they caught him. You were there when they caught him? I was. Are you in that wee video? No, you, no, I wasn't. You're the one that, I you that hung him, was it? Yeah. No, but do you want me to, I can't reach that. I can't reach that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 Take an Irish man, then turns back and clapping. No one else is clapping. <laughs> 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 I thought that was brilliant, man. But just going back to the, the time of Saddam and Sky News were interviewing there, and they were interviewing the, the Iraqi Minister of Defence. And he says there's no American. Aye, that, that chemical. Remember the trucks don't come behind him. Aye, ke- chemical alley, <laughs> wouldn't it, they called uh, them? Yeah, yeah. They used um, to put them... Uh, 20,000 of them around us. It was the same, a lot of things, Seaman Rangers were going into administration and liquidation, a lot of them were coming out and it was like stuff like that, using him. And it was it, the Rangers PR man, they used to call him something like that chemical, it kind of tied in with it and that's where that came from, but... But um, what were you doing over there, terms like oil worker that? No, no, I was working for for DHL, courier company. I was working in the, I was actually working in the... That's sub-delivery route. <laughs> when, the, when the Americans took over. Jesus, They man. took over the palace. I was a true friend I used to be in college with and I was working out there and I was working in the palace, dealing with all the, the big companies and then driving back to the airport. Oh, Jesus, man. Oh, man. Fuck, fuck, fuck that. I did it for a year. Pay a balls and U-turns, I tell you that. Huh? One of my, uh, one of my pals, dads, was there, there for, he was there working for years and years, and I think it was, it was like mobile, like telephone masks they were, they were building. This is after Saddam, he only retired maybe three or four years ago for doing it, but they were building this mast up and getting up the next morning, and blew it up. And <laughs> they're just building these same masks. Sure. Do you know what I mean? Oh, well, you, could, you could sit there. You could sit there at night. This is genuine. We, we built a compound in the beside the airport where all the Americans were, and you could sit there in the in the evening time. And we were obviously you could drink beer, and obviously it was a long way away. But you could see the gunfight in the distance, like you'd see the bullets flying over and back through the air, like. Oh. But you're lucky it's one of those things, you know. Something you do when you kind of... Uh, but, uh, some, some experience, you know what I mean? But I bet you were shitting it at the time. <laughs> Would you know be sometimes? I mean... The, the only time you were, you were is when it was quiet. Mm-hmm. When it was very, very quiet. You'd think something's going to happen. I, I, like I was on the phone to my mother and the DHM plane that used to come in and get down got, got hit by a missile. So I, I obviously didn't tell her that. But I had to hang up the phone. I wouldn't tell my mate. Then I think that that's the nipple. You can look it up like um, it's true. There's the time, like, but... Yeah. Sorry, I'm, I'm off. You're all right. Uh, back to the football there, uh, Jabber. Jabber's the same there. Uh, checking on the times of the two international games on Tuesday. Uh, at Japan, kick-off is uh, at 2 uh, just after 10 a.m. in the morning. Uh, Australia's game is kicking off at 4 p.m. Like, they have a game mark on, on Tuesday, like, so it, it's a big ask, I think, if 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 we have to kind of ask him to play, like you know, 
Uh, I don't think I don't think we'll see any of the two of them to be honest, Paul. Mhm. Um, I saw the, one of the uh, on Twitter there, uh, one of the Rangers fans, Mark, and it just shows now how how the pressure has kind of got to their their fans as well at the moment. That they said if uh, that uh, Giovanni Van Bronco should be ringing the Colombian manager and asking him if uh, Morales is not going to be in the squad again, that he's that they should release him for the derby game. Like that just shows now that they're bul- they're bulking us the, the range of oh, uh, they're 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 in full blown panic mode, Paul. Mm-hmm. I even seen some you no know, uh, obviously somebody took a screenshot off one of their forums are up and they were saying uh, Abada should have got booked, he should have got a yellow card for taking his shirt off after his goal yesterday and a second yellow card for running in the fans after he scored. That's how honestly they're really, really have you been watching their live chat in that yesterday, Paul? It was, I need to keep an eye on that. Even they were, they were in panic mode and seeing they're just back to playing like they were under Stevie G. Mm-hmm. Mark is key, uh, and this is where we always lost the uh, the derby games. The midfield. No, we don't have Scott Brown in the slot down. Uh, hopefully, as he said, Cal McGregor is back. But if he's not, we'll have players to fit in there. I presume maybe O'Reilly and McCarthy might slot in there. But we have to control the midfield, Mark, from the start. We have to win that battle. Aye, 100%, Paul. That's where we've lost the last few, the last few derbies, I keep saying it. Mm-hmm. We've been overpowered in midfield. Do we need there's that no bit? reason, Mark. Like, we're no. playing against Arfield and Davis who are well in their 30s, like I know Reborn stuff there, like, but we have quality as well, Mark, we shouldn't be overrun in the midfield, as we, we, we have been in previous derbies, you know? Well, that's got to be, it's just, it's kind of, for me it's a kind of priority, that's what Ange needs to come up with, a way for us to control the midfield, but we see the way we're passing, Paul, the amount of passes we're making. But that's us. like thinking, Mark, yeah. Is oh. he going to try and pass them, play them, rather than, Fight That's them. what I'm thinking, Mark, that Aye. we have, the players now are, like when we played them early on, we were getting used to the the Angel system, and now our average possession rate and passes is on the 800 mark, and with the inverted full-backs, as he calls it, cutting in, and we we, we, we might be actually overpassing during midfield, Mark, with the wings, like I think our, wing, our wingers are going to be crucial, and that's why I think Abada and Yasa need to be on the rings. And the reason I'm saying that is Ivanovic up on the left is because I think Tavner could have a field there, Mark, if Taylor's up so high up the field, he's going to struggle to get back, and that's going to go to drag Starfield out to the left and leave space then in the middle against Carver Vickers. You know what I mean? I think. Jovanovic or Scales, I think, is a better option, but if I go to pick one, it has to be Jovanovic out on that left-hand side, Mark. Someone with a bit of speed, Mark, who's going to be, be able to get up and down that line with Tavernier, because we know Tavernier's going to get forward. You know? Aye, that's a good point. You may be right, Paul. That is you know? definitely, obviously, obviously an option. I mean, I still mm-hmm. maintain Jovanovic is the best left-back at the club. Mm-hmm. I, don't yeah. think, I don't really think anybody would like disagree with that but, uh, I, I'm just I'm not keen on them when they move them up to the wing the right wing and things like that right enough but it's like, I just, maybe they will go for their Alston Juranovic left back shot uh, 
I think that's the strongest option. But there's yeah. a big responsibility as well, Paul, on the guys, the guys playing left and right wing. If that's John and Abada, that they have to track back. Oh yeah, we're out, don't big, yeah. big response, like if because they, at the at the other side of it, they need to be pushing, have near back. Yeah, that's, that's it. That's key, Terence. Isn't it? Like we need yeah. to, we I mean, need to keep Tavernier and Bashai. And if the likes of the likes of Kent doesn't track back, then you've got then you've got if it's if it's Juranovic on the left and you've got John on the left, you've got two running one all day long. Keep them if you if we Warpool our wingers can keep them pinned back, it's it's gonna it's it's gonna be a huge huge part. Is Kent a stable mark since he got sent off against Aberdeen or was that his game yesterday that he missed? Eh. Uh, uh, no, I think he's available, Paul. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he, he might, there might be moves for him in the transfer window before it shuts, Paul. Hard leads, kind of... There's a few teams down in England yeah. he's sniffing about and he's not meant to be too happy there anymore, so... I, I, I don't really rate Kent, to be honest, Paul. No, I'm the same, Mark. No, he's a decent, he's, he's a decent player, but... I, I, when you own social media and that, I think a lot of Celtic fans give him a bit more credibility than he, he's actually earned. Mm-hmm. And I think, it, I think it's made a dislike for him, but the, the, kind of, but the way they kind of word it, they make it as if he's a good player. Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I think he was a better player than he is now. He, he, certainly, he certainly regressed, as you'd say. But I, I'd still be very wary that if he did play, he's a guy that they'd need to keep an eye on because he's... He's one. Of, he's one of the few guys in the team that you think could could hurt Celtic if he was playing. I don't think he's as good as he was, but I do think he's one guy that they need to keep an eye on if he does play. Um, Alice saying our defence is the best in the league. Do not change a winning team, and I and I think our best defence mark is at the moment Radisson Ivanovic on on either flanks. You know, I think that's the the best defence when we have Radisson Vickers. Starfelt and uh, Ivanovic. You know, I think that's the strongest one we put out. Like you know, like Ivanovic is rapid. Like I can't believe yeah. how quick. He's yeah. very quick. Like see him, he's cover, the, the covering that he's done it, especially in the Hearts game. I think once or twice. I couldn't believe the pace he had to get back. Whereas with the greatest respect to Taylor, he doesn't have that in him. Now, neither would Scales to be fair. And that's my cunt. That, that's why I I kind of put a. A kind of concerned there, Terence. If if I saw Taylor there, that I think Tavernier then would kind of get forward more than he would, because Ivanovic would put would push up, and he's going to go to pin him back as well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. I, I as I said, I would have the two boys. I would have it as much as he didn't play well the last night. Ralston right back, and I had Ivanovic left back. You know, and just just have four good solid boys at the back. I just I just worry at times that I don't know like you Taylor is a decent enough defender but he just he when he loses out up the pitch he just struggles to get back and that's not a not to mm-hmm. have a pop off the guy but I just I just think we need to be so so rock solid for this and win today. Mark, it's crucial as well. Uh, we've seen it yesterday. We saw it in a few games against Saint Marin and, and Livingston. Like we have to make our chances count when, when we do get there because I think we recreate chances but we have to make them count on, on Wednesday we can't be 
missing scissors or, or stuff. I know it's easy to say, like... Uh, Aye, we were talking about we done yeah. the United, Paul, yeah. and even the other night, but just need to be mere clinical in front of goal. Mm-hmm. But the way, Mc, as we were saying here, the way McGregor's been playing in that, let's, like, put him under pressure. A lot of pressure, do you know what I mean? Decent shots outside the box, a lot of bo- balls into the box and things like that. And, I mean, over his last couple of performances, that'll be eating away at him. The most, two of the worst positions to play for confidence in a team, Paul, is a mm-hmm. goalkeeper that's leaking goals and a centre-forward that can't score for loving their money. Because mm-hmm. the pressure just builds on you and makes it... E- do you get what I mean? It gets, it gets to you and makes it even worse. It's playing on your mind kind of thing. So just keep keep that keep pressure on McGregor. I've said it to you today, uh, Paul, last night. I'm more confident to get into this derby game than I've been in a while. To be honest, I'm usually I usually see, I usually see I'm quietly confident. But he, he, at that as well, Mark, and we 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 kind of saw this underhand. We don't be kind of losing our heads in, in games. Like you know, what I mean, we seem to be keeping our heads above ground and stuff like that, and. That's crucial as well in, in, in these games, Mac, that the, the players don't go into rash tackles, they don't give the referees the shoot decisions to book them off, send them off. Do you know what I mean? No, but we don't... Well, apart from beat on yesterday, I suppose that's a bit of a contradiction, but... We're not that style of team, Paul. No, we're not that style of team. We don't... We don't get away a lot of, like, kind of malicious fouls and stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? And, well, we but a lot that, of it's going to depend on the referee as well. Aye, that's yeah. what I was going it's to say. We know that they're going to try and take it down a kind of physical yeah. road. So it's brother, brother, uh, Bobby Madden, is this? That's the is this? But if, if, you, if, you, if you look at it, Paul, if, if the ref gives, for the first challenge, for argument's sake, if it's said to be in the first challenge, whoever, and they catch the Rangers player and he gives a card, that's it. That means it's a card for every tackle like that. And that's that. So if the referee sets a precedent that but, but we know, we know as well, Terence, it doesn't always work like that. It, mm-hmm. it doesn't. It Do you know what I mean? That, that's what that, it's consistency that we need for referees. Yeah. That's what. I think Mark did the pressure. You always come under referees because of we had Rangers Aberdeen and Ange coming out criticising the referees. Like so, like the, the referees really need to have a good game on, on Wednesday night. Uh, no doubt we'll be. No, I've got no doubt Paul will be sitting here talking about me on Thursday night. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Some of the referees, first couple of guys I've ever noticed then, it was, I suppose you could even say Kalina done it, but he was, I mean, he was probably the best referee in the world mm-hmm. for a long mm-hmm. time and probably never been a better referee than him since, but a lot of the time the referees try and make the game more about them than it is, do you know what I mean? It is about mm-hmm. actual football. I think sometimes Scottish referees kind of fall into that bit of a trap and yeah. they're looking for a... I don't know if they're looking but for like attention. Or how, or aye, things, aye, I don't know. Sometimes it's... Best referee is the one you don't talk about or don't even know he's in the pitch. That's, that's exactly how it turns. They're the best referees. You hardly even know around the pitch. Let's hope he's not talking about a refereeing decision against Celtic on Thursday because... Look, if Celtic if Celtic play the way they can play and the way they have been playing, and they play they play with the pace and the accuracy that they have, it's it's hard to see how this how this how this crowd can live with them. It really is if they if they play with the intensity that they can play and and the players that we still have available. Yeah, it's very that, hard to see how they live with that's them. the 
a good point there you made, Terence. Like if if we play the way we know the Celtic team can play, do you get me? The high intensity, the high tempo and stuff like that, right from the start and, and we keep it going. And I I think as well, like as what we were saying in in the last podcast, Mark, that the players seem to tire as the game goes on that and should be kind of using his bench early if he if we are turning games, isn't this? I'm getting a wee bit off topic here, Paul. Just came into my head there. You were saying about Tavernier and that pushing forward. Mm-hmm. I noticed a lot of Rangers fans on their, on their live chat yesterday saying that they're not doing that as much under Van Bronckhorst. It seems so as if they feel the full part. kind of bring in a kind of defensive team? So aye, aye, aye Paul. Yeah. They're not getting up, up my tanking as much as they have been doing under Stevie G and things like that. Just that came right into my head there, Paul. Sorry. About late, no, no, that, but that's good, like because, like we know the way Stephen Gerrard, Mark Stephen Gerrard would want to attack Celtic, and, and we saw that, you know, and, and that was his main tactic was Tavernier and Abrasha getting up the wings where they caused us problems. They were using their wings. But it seems but that Van Bronckhorst kind of yeah put a put a bit of a colour on that over the last few right. games we came in. Well, that's just good to that. That's a benefit to us, Mark, because we're going to be able to play the way we want to play. Will our inverted fullbacks tucking in then? So, do you know what I mean? You know, I mean, Van is still trying to get that team. Ah, he's still yeah. working on his team kind of thing. This isn't his team, Mark. This no. is Steven Gerrard's team. You know? And he'll be, play- and he'll be asking players today, st- the same as Ange when, when he replaced Lennon, he'll be asking players today things that they're no used to doing. But mm-hmm. some players are probably... Do- some players probably don't like it that there's been a change of their role and things like that, sir. So. Yeah, and you can't think that like, he's only been in the job, Max, since aye, and nobody, January. Aye, nobody's, been, and, nobody's mentioning about that. Yeah, like, Ange now is... Like, you can't say nothing about this isn't Ange's team. This is Ange's team all over us because we had no team at the start of the year, Terry. No. These are his players. The more he's getting used to them, we think the players are getting better, like, and... Like, Every, everything about Apollo is Andrew's team. He's the yeah. players, the style, the pace, the accuracy. The, the like as we all saw the video at the start of the thing where he kind of gets them to say, "Look, we keep going, we keep going, we keep going." Just going back to your point, Paul. Some of the reasons why I don't think Ange has made some of the changes recently, and there was a lot of criticism I think of him of not taking off feet on I think in the Hearts match because of a booking or something like that. Mm-hmm. I just think Ange was, was very conscious that the guys were like like Rio and the guys like O'Reilly hadn't played much football. Mm-hmm. And he would be conscious going, well, if I take off Beaton and I bring on McCarthy, like, and all of a sudden one of those guys was, I'm looking at someone, you know, really... Yeah, exactly, like, yeah, exactly. Doing some DIY there, Paul. I'm just scraping my... Scraping your initials in the table. Like in school, yeah, like Paul, school. Paul, 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 love heart, Veronica. No, that's why I don't think Andrew's making changes. It's maybe as soon as he would like. He's probably looking at the bench and going, okay, I have to be wary if I if I've got two exper- very experienced players who are on the bench or one experienced player on the bench, and I take off a very experienced player, and then someone like if you look at O'Reilly after. 70-odd minutes, whatever it was, 80 minutes against Hearts, the guy in fairness, he ran himself into the ground. Yeah, because I think he never played this kind of football. He, he said he couldn't believe the atmosphere. Yeah. He couldn't believe the atmosphere. So, God, and he knows what he's going to do. Even, even though he's been used to even, I mean, how long has he been in the, 
Celtic a few days intensity yeah. of the training, and then playing in the game, game and everything will be a shock to him. They wonder they've been doing with bad cramp. You know, when this game was supposed to be played in December, Celtic said that there was going to be no Rangers fans at the game. Is that still, is it going to be a full house Celtic fans? Are we going to expect some? I know Welchie said that he is expecting some fans to be there, but I don't know. Is, is there going to be some fans there? Or? I don't think so, Paul. No, I think it's just, just be a full I think it's full Celtic, Celtic aye. Yeah, you know, like, the, the fans no, are going to be cheap as there's no reason for them to be there. They, mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there's no Celtic fans in the first game, regardless of whether this game's rearranged or not. Mm-hmm. There'll be no interest fans in this game. You, you know, know, like that's going to be be key as well, I think, the 12th man. And, the, the, and we all, the fans, in fairness to them, they kept going yesterday with the team, like, oh, the man, oh, the man. Like, it's, it's going to be... I've seen, a, I've seen like some doing, I've seen some doing Twitter last night saying that one of the things that surprised them was... I mean, see if you go to Celtic game, Paul, see like for 80 minutes so on, the, the ground usually empties. Everyone stayed there yesterday. Aye, that's what I was going to say. A few folk on Twitter and that said that they were surprised that the crowd, the majority of the crowd was stayed to the actual death as if mm-hmm. they could sense that this is coming. Do you get what I mean? They knew that there, there was Even, a yeah, chance that they were going to... The fans, the fans sense, Mark, that they're, they're buying into this winning attitude that Ange has brought in that they keep going the goal is coming to go like th- it's key like that the fans have this kind of winning mentality as well Mark that they don't stop booing the team and stuff like that like that they, they keep egging oh, them on the booing, the booing never help, helps a no. team no, it's no during that game do you know what I mean if you get beaten mm-hmm. put a stupid performance in you give them a bit of busking off the park or that fair days but no during games just nah I don't buy into that kind of thing mm-hmm uh, we gonna go score predictions, Mark. We normally kind of bang on with them. Yeah, I'll go for two nothing, Paul. Mhm. Terence. Uh, about three one. I was three, going. One. I was going to say that, but I think I think we're 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 still protect protect the goal. Like it's a big Mark. Like Morales is a big loss for them, like because. Rufus is only back from injury. He's not going to be match fit. And the other striker then is Isan, who... Have you seen him? No, oh my. shocking. Oh. Did they recall him from alone? No, I didn't, Did they didn't they recall him. The other team hunted him. How about rid of him? The other team hunted him. They played it out in the press, as if they recalled him. Uh-huh. Even, the, even the Rangers fans are saying this guy's just ganting, honestly. Jesus. Like, 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 like you're on about... Us missing players, like, but they're missing their, like, he's their star striker, like, I know he's only scored one goal against us, but Mark, he is their threat, like, you know, and they're missing their main threat, you know? Good question, Bob. Do you care? (laughs) No, I don't. I don't care. I don't care. No, if Morelos plays, I wouldn't care. Bring him back. I'd be more worried about because of one of our players getting sent off because of his antics more than Big Star will slip him right in his back pocket. But you know, I'd be more worried about his antics rather than his goal trust. I think referees are. I mean. Yeah, fair play to referees, Paul. I think the referees in Scotland are kind ah, they've cocked on to uh, Morelis and his mastery of the dark art, shall we call it. But, 
Do you think, Mark, that like this is only just me you now just throwing stuff out there since Gerard is gone and like Gerard was famous for coming out this in the Scottish referees and stuff like that that now the referees are giving these decisions against Rangers that Gerard is gone, that he's not coming out after every game. I know they came out against Aberdeen and stuff like that, but I'm actually seeing more decisions go against Rangers since Gerard is gone. That's a bit. That's a bit of a conspiracy, there, Paul. But yeah, I see. I'm assuming. I know. But slight, I mean, let's not be kidding, Paul. I'm probably a lot of a lot of these referees and officials in Scotland would maybe be a bit starstruck with Stephen Gerrard when he first came in. Mm-hmm. You get what I mean? I mean, it's like we're going oh, a bit. We're going a bit Joe Hart, right? And he's only a goalkeeper, experience and what he's done, and the kind of wild man. Couple of years ago, this guy was playing for Man City and playing for England. And I mean, look at what Jerry done as a player. Mm-hmm. It's a, I mean, I don't know if maybe that's played a bit of a part in it. Do you know what I mean? Jerry was. See, look if Jerry chapter at the referee's door after the game. Oh, wow, man, there's Steve and Jerry. I need boss. Can I get a wee autograph on my boat? Any chance of a selfie in that, Steve? Do you know what I mean? I don't mm-hmm. know if maybe that's played a part in it. Like Steve and Jerry's kind of reputation preceded him, so he was. I don't, no influ- I don't like to use that word influence, but I don't know how you put well, it. Well, it kind of has, Mark. It kind of has. Do you apologise to apologise for a decision? Like, when would you have ever heard of a referee apologising for a decision? But mm-hmm. he apologised to Gerard after one of the matches that he made a wrong decision. Like, mm-hmm. I think it was against Aberdeen or something like that, and Tadri or something there. He, the referee came out and he said he apologised to Gerard because he made a wrong decision. Aye. That's, mm-hmm. that's, 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 that's like, if that was whoever it was, the Rangers man, if that's, that's Ben Bronckhurst or that's whoever it is, and whoever, oh, if he's going to come out and say that, but if it was, as you said, if it's Stephen Gerrard or if it was, like, I, he's not, thank God he's not the manager, but if it was like Roy Keane with... Aye, 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 Roy Keane, aye, that's what I mean, if Roy Keane had come up, his kind of reputation and kind of precedes him and he's, a lot of people would have been starstruck oh. with meeting him and dealing with him in the terms. Mm-hmm. Come- Completely, they'd be going, oh my God, it's Roy Keane, oh my God, my young player loves Roy Keane, or this and that. And that's, that's, ha- that's half it. And like, if, if, there's a, if there's even, a, if there's even a, a waiver of a 50-50 decision, what way do you think the referee will go? He'll go, oh, I'm not going to give it against him, no, I wouldn't give it against them. Or, I don't, I don't want to get on the wrong side of so-and-so, I don't want to get on the wrong side of Stephen Gerrard, or, as I said, if it was Roy Keane, thank God, it isn't. But that, that has to play an influence part. That has to play mm-hmm. an influence. Like, you know, I'm... Thankfully, it's obviously it shouldn't play it anymore now. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't have been surprised if it did play an influence. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, because I'm actually seeing a lot of decisions going against them. You know what I mean? I, Since, I, see, I don't think Van Van is that. I don't think. He, uh, no, I don't think he's that type of person. I don't think he's going to come. See, like these kind of rabble rousing, culty arms kinds of no, sound base. It, it, it was the board themselves, Mark, that came up with this letter to the Scottish Affairs. Aye, aye. Yeah, did you know did Van Bronckhurst even mention it? No. I've I, I, no seen him, I, I, uh, Van Bronckhurst actually mentioning about their complaints and things like that. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I mean, don't, I, I, I hate it, Jerry Van Bronckhurst when he played with Rangers, right? And I hate him again because he's a manager, but mm-hmm. he, was, he was a good player. There's no disputing that fact, know what I mean? He was a great player back in the day. And as I say, I just don't think he's that type of manager that's going to get involved in that type of thing. I think he's mm-hmm. more like, he, he wanted his work on the training ground and things like that. That's the Dutch kind of approach to it. 
mean, it's like mm-hmm. even Ange came out in an interview, somebody, be, after the Hearts game, somebody said uh, offside goals, and Ange was like, he's like talking about refereeing decisions or something along the lines. He's like talking about refereeing decisions over here, didn't yeah, he? Well, we'll talk about the football. Like, aye, know, aye, yeah. and I don't think Van Bronckhurst will buy into this kind of, I need to get there and do the ref done that get, do you know what I mean? It's like, the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
This episode of the Boz and Bovril podcast was originally broadcast on the Celtic Rumours TV YouTube channel.